And this episode of Hatrick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Clarou and Son Roofing. These guys are the kings of roofing, Tristan, like we say, the kings of roofing. These guys last summer alone, over 25,000 bundles of shingles done. They're fully insured. They offer free estimates. The work they do is incredible, and they always get the job done right the first time. So be sure to hit up the boys over at Clarou and Son Roofing because, like we always say, when you want your roof done, call Clarou and Son, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't Well, Tristan, we got him pretty yep. quick. This pretty quick, pretty quick. We got him here, but 73's fans we have on with us. He's been on the show before, but we talked about his playing days before. We're not talking playing days today. We are talking business with the new man himself, new head coach, 73's Mr. Mark Rideout. Mark, how you doing, buddy? Good, boys. Good, good. First Beautiful day outside here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First off, congrats. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, we're obviously happy to have you. So first thing I want to know is uh, just how did it all come about? Um, well, like, as you guys probably know, like Paley and I go back to the university. Um, so, you know, like even when I was in Limo and stuff, you know, there's the association there. So I would run into Pales there a few times. Um, nothing really, you know, ever talked about in terms of coaching um in Essex um and then um and you know to be honest with you I wasn't even really aware of the current situation I didn't know if um if they were looking for a coach or anything so I wasn't really to be honest I I kind of already came to the conclusion that um I I wasn't leaving this area so I didn't know that any jobs were going to be available and then he reached out to me I guess maybe it happened pretty quick like three or four days before training camp um that's when we we actually connected he reached out a few days prior to that to be honest with you i i I didn't get back to him too too quick because i needed to kind of really reevaluate kind of if i wanted to um take on this uh, any role to be honest with you um mostly just because i do have four kids that are all in competitive hockey um and um like anybody that uh is good at what they do. Um, once I'm in, I'm in. So it's going to be around the clock. It's on your head every second. So I wanted to make sure it was something that uh, that I was able to commit to. <clears throat> um, so when, once I started talking with Mike, um, which was brief, it was one meeting. Um, you know, I I I was able to um, you know get to the conclusion that truly I I believe this is probably um, the best scenario for me. So you know sometimes. Uh, things come to you when you least expect it. And I wasn't uh, anticipating coaching junior this year. Um, but even now, as I went to camp last week um, and stuff like that, it's kind of sinking in. So I'm getting excited um, at uh, the prospect of kind of, you know, getting getting in, the, in, in, in and just kind of doing my thing. That's awesome. So first of all, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, Mr. Rideout, um, it's a pleasure. And I do want to, the first thing I want to ask you is what style of hockey do you feel you're going to instill in the team this year going forward? Yeah. So, you know, like when it comes to like style of play, I, I, I'm really a believer. And a lot of the coaches that I've worked with, you got to kind of see your team for a little bit and you got to kind of figure out what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and kind of develop your system around that. 
Um, but to be honest with you, the one thing um, that I really, really started getting um, just really dialed into is just the 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 this position by position roles. Um, I think in minor hockey these days, due to the competitiveness, these kids aren't learning how to play their position really, really well. Mm. Um, so, you know, for me, um, they're going to have a checklist of 10 things that their, their, their position encompasses. And those are going to be non-negotiable as you're, if you're a winger, you're going to be going through your D you're going to be four checking. Uh, you're going to get pucks off the wall. You know, if you're a D your gaps could not going to be more than a zone away. So, um, that takes a lot of time, you know, and when you're, when you're trying to develop those habits, um, it's a day in day thing is they're going to want to go back to the old habits. And, um, so first and foremost, they're going to, they're going to play the right way. Mm -hmm. Good. One of the things too, that we had a big issue with last year was staying out of the fucking penalty box, man. We mm. were what Tristan, we were what third or fourth most in, in the, the league, in the entire in, league, in the yeah. entire league. PJHL. So, I just kind of want to know what is your plan to kind of zone in on that so we can keep these boys out of the box and stay five on five. Uh, well, it won't be tolerated to be honest with you. Mm. Um, you know, like the big thing with me is um, <clears throat> you, you got to really buy in and buying in a hundred percent means putting your teammates ahead of you. There's a list of penalties that are never okay, you know, and, and there's a list of penalties uh, in certain situations that you're going to be okay with as a coach. Um, but when it comes to the lack of discipline penalties, um, you're just not going to play, to be honest with you. Good. That's the perfect answer. That's exactly oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fantastic. And you know what? It's You see it more and more as the playoffs go on, the importance of discipline. And the teams that don't take penalties are the teams that win. And that's just the the reality of it. And I also want to ask on the flip side of that coin, uh, how much experience do you have in dealing with uh, heading a power play? So actually I, I, I did head the power play when I was in uh, Plymouth or sorry in Flint. Um, and I, and I know that that on the stretch, the power play, I think it was one for 32 or something in the, uh, and so again, you know, um, those are, those are areas that when it gets to that grind where the, 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 the difference between winning and losing is so small, mm -hmm. uh, special teams are, are huge. So, yep. um, and it, it's a great carrot for everybody on the team it's, you're not going to see the same five guys. Um, you know, you're going to see the guys that are, that are producing and, and if, if you're on the power play and you're you're producing, you're going to stay on it. I don't care if you're a fourth liner or a first liner. Mm -hmm. Right on. Everybody's getting opportunity. Yeah, hundred percent. And Good. like one of the things too is like this team, like they they fire the puck from everywhere, which is good. Um, but like I was saying. I felt like late in the run last year that just kind of like the shots and everything were going down. I don't know if it was due to be like them being blocked. Cause I know there was a lot of block shots in that like Lakeshore series. Those kids took a pounding. Mm -hmm. um, is there just kind of any way that we can get more pucks to the net, like traffic, this and that, like how do you just plan on just being in the offensive zone, just attack, 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 obviously. Yeah. So again, uh, in in flint when i was working up front with the forwards with welly um that was kind of the the big thing that i was in charge of was the forecheck and 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 again identifying you know obviously you're doing a lot more pre-game scouting at that level but 
to be honest with you, it's once you do that kind of uh, video and you appreciate the importance of it, um, you're, I'm going to continue doing it. Um, so I'll, I'll know what different teams' tendencies are. Uh, but again, there's good shots and there's bad shots. <clears throat> the way that I think in the offensive zone that you create the most chances is you work them. You, you, get, you get the pucks down low. Uh, you don't chuck pucks to the middle of the ice and you, and you outwork them and you get them tired. Um, talk to any defenders, man. <laughs> Um, Grind them you're, down. you're a minute in the oh, shift yeah. and, and that puck is on your stick. You know, you think you're firing it out of the zone, but it's coming off your stick like a muffin because you got no gas in the tank. So <laughs> when you when you get relentless on the four check, uh, but again, uh, you got to be really, really conditioned as a team to play that style. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's going to be a, 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 a probably a little change because we are going to play really, really heavy um, in the offensive zone. And and you guys can see even when you're watching puck now, you have to have your defenseman in, in the offense. Yes. You, know, you have to. If you don't have a fourth forward out there producing, um, most of your shots are going to come from the outside. And you might put up 45 shots, but your chances are maybe under 10. So, yeah, um, right. Zone so in. you mentioned conditioning there playing a big role. Uh, I know you're uh, very much into fitness yourself. Are you going to instill any of that well obviously you will but how are you going to see this uh fitness sort of take part in the training of the players going forward well there's a kind of like a couple of ways you can look at that right the first way i would look at it is early in the season um you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get conditioned and you're gonna you're gonna have practices and you're gonna have uh short little stints of cardio after practice and it's not so much the conditioning of it these are young kids they're fit Mm -hmm. uh, but you're you got to buy in and and you got to give me everything you got so it becomes that little bit of uh um that team building early on because you got the guy next to you pushing just as hard um so you got to have that um and the other thing too is um i don't want to waste time in practice working on conditioning you right. know, if I can, if I can get the majority of guys to see the sense and spending a half an hour, a couple times a week outside the the rink, um, it'll allow me way more time to develop them as as players. Um, but again, the 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 style I do know that we will be playing every single night. Um, the guys that aren't conditioned will have a really hard time uh, playing a regular shift because it's it's going to be a lot of gas. Right mm-hmm. now. You don't have to say if you don't if you don't right now. It's it's fine. Um, are we looking to see brother Matt on staff as well with you this this season? Yeah, you know what? So like when I talked earlier, like right in the beginning when we started chatting, and I was kind of saying, you know, this this is the perfect situation for me once I really got down to the thick of it. Um, mm-hmm. is because the last couple of years being in this area, it's given me the opportunity to have my kids and my and my brother around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and um, when I started coaching six years ago, uh, which wasn't that long ago uh, at the U, I was on a trajectory of coaching that I was getting job after job at a higher level. Um, and I was making it more about my development and where I was going. And then when I came back, I think I realized that to me, having the people that that I care about around and, and people that are uh, that have the same passion that I have, which is hockey, um, I wouldn't do this without them. So hundred percent um my brother's going to be there because mm-hmm. my brother um 
as a, as a head coach, you want to make sure that every single person you bring in is going to contribute to a win that I would never, that I wouldn't get the team. You bring in an ex player like that, that has still to this day, um, as much love for that organization. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a no brainer, right? Mm -hmm. So at the same time, um, I want to respect the fact that there is um, other coaches that were around last year and those conversations haven't happened yet where I've found out what their interest is or um, or anything like that. So, um, but 100%, he's going to be in the mix. Um, and the other thing too is in the last couple of years, my oldest son has been doing all my videos, my clipping of video. Uh, he sends clips to the players after games. Uh, he's become pretty well uh, an analytic like genius, to be honest with you. And I, I'm not saying that because he's my kid, uh, but he'll be at the rink um, every. He's he's going to be on staff. It's going to be a volunteer role, mm-hmm. uh, but he's going to be at the rink with us every single night. And he was at training camp, um, so the fact that I get to go to the rink with. Uh, with my family to me that's uh like that's that's everything to be honest hell yeah have him meet this guy right here this guy's a big stats guy too and these those those two together would be dangerous i think oh i i I love it i i look forward to meeting him uh yeah that's that's a big part of what i i try to keep track of and uh definitely i keep my finger on the pulse in that sense but uh i do want to ask you also how valuable is it going to be having like obviously it will prove to be valuable but where do you see your experience, not only as a player, but coaching at uh, leagues ahead of this is going to come into play and how, how beneficial will it be? I, I think like any, any kind of development in any profession that you're in, um, you get out what you, what you put in. Um, mm. You're going to put in more at, at higher levels. And, and that's just a fact. Um, and I'm not coming in here um, expecting more than they have in their, in their ability but um, they're going to get challenged every single day. And I, I think the one thing that I've come to learn about that is you leave a better person too. Um, these players are going to, they're, they're going to know that I'm dead serious and that I'm coming prepared every day. So you better not come anything less than as prepared as I am. Um, but it'll be very quick where they realize that it, it's a hundred percent out of love. Um, so I, I think what you're going to see is you're going to see, uh, a lot of growth out of a lot of these players because, uh, yeah, like it's, it's not something that I, I try to instill. It's just who I am. Um, I keep people accountable and I think it's the most important thing for kids these ages. Uh, cause who knows you, you might have a couple of people in this lineup next year that are coming in, you know, not too touted, but the amount of work that they put in because of what I allow them to understand about mm-hmm. how to get to the next level, they do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see some of the players that, uh, that maybe um, have a smaller role on the team, have a, have a substantially bigger role just because of how much they're going to put in. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Dude, I'll be honest. When you, when I first heard it was you, like the first thing I, that ran through my head is like, we're going to be physical. We're going to be smart. We're going to be like, it's just because it's just, well, Matt played a little bit of a different style of play. Yeah, you, yeah. you did too. And obviously yeah. the game's changed yeah. since you guys have played, but uh, that's just how I envisioned us. Like I kept saying on our last show, we're going to be big. We're going to be fast. We're going to be physical. We're going to be disciplined, but that's just what I see you guys putting into the, in 
with this team and i just see you like it's i don't know it's needed so fucking much Mm -hmm. at times last year it was frustrating to watch you know what i mean because some of the stuff but like i said just listening to you talk to be honest with you like and jamie did a great job but and i'm not knocking anything that he did with the team or anything like that because jamie's fantastic but just I just think that this is what we need right now at this point with this team is you guys coming in and that little bit of tough love to these guys. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the end of the day, it's not really tough love. It's just straight love because at the end of the day, um, everything matters. And that's, that's the thing in, in the, in the, from the time that you start a season to the time you end a season. And this is the beauty of any sport. You, you, you get to experience everything as a team. You're going to have players that are going to battle each other. You're going to have incidents that are going to question their, you know, commitment. Like that's hockey, that's sports. And if you let any of those little issues go under the rug um, and not deal with them and and make them understand why my stance is this, um, then you don't get over those little things. And it's not usually the big things at the end of the season that make you win your last game. It's the little shit in the, in the, in the, in the middle of the season that are easy to overlook. Um, but then nothing gets solved. And, mm-hmm. and when you're winning too, it masks everything, right? So when you're having a winning record and you're, it, you, you're, you can't not be doing the right things and have the record that they were able to put up last year. Um, but the reality is, is, when, when you're dissecting kind of okay, when you get to the, the, the heat of it and the, the games that matter the most, what, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think they could probably all agree that there was a few things early in the season, middle of the season, that maybe could have been learning experiences to make them even get a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same with penalties. Penalties is a is a sure sign that a team is not a hundred percent on the same page when it comes to what the ultimate goal is, especially mm-hmm. if they're um, penalties that are are selfish, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. most of them are right. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be I think a, a good change for everybody because sometimes you just need change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited for um, the players to know that no matter who you are, um, you're going to get the same opportunity. You know, I'm coming in at main camp and I'm looking at everybody as 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 equal. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the the ability to grow within my system and what I'm going to put on the table is going to be the ability for you to grow within the team. Um, so. Yeah, I'm excited for guys to have, and I've been there before. When you have new blood come in as a player, you feel a, a new sense of life. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a little nerve wracking because you you don't know and you're you hear things, you know. And um, but at the end of the day, I think it it, it makes everybody honest again because now you got to earn everything. Mm-hmm. What do you foresee, or what what has to happen in order for this to be a successful season? Obviously, you look and you say, well, Schmaltz Cup, right? You haven't been there in a while. That's what you want. But say, sometimes obviously fate doesn't take you there. What what do you feel makes this a successful season this year? Well, I, I think I think you always have to look at personnel. You, you, you can't you can't objectively figure out what your what your ceiling is for a season. Mm if you don't really appreciate the players that you have to at your disposal, 
And, and that's the thing that this organization should get a lot of credit for is that there is a lot of really good players within this system right now. So I'm not coming into a team that I'm rebuilding. Um, so the beauty of that for me is um, I, I, I want to make sure, and it's ulti- it's always the ultimate goal. You're going to win the yeah. last game of the season. You're going to win everything. Um, and winning um, every game in the season, it doesn't matter. Um, you have to keep growing. You have to, you have to be in a position by the end of the year after how long and how big of a grind a hockey season is to be in your best shape as a team in terms of relationships, buy-in, everything. And that becomes the issue with most teams that falter at the end is maybe they would have won if the season ended a month before. And I just mean this in general for teams that are in championships. Um, and as other teams increase their ability to produce other teams it's not a lack of want because everybody in 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 big games want it Um, but sometimes it it, yeah you have to have that foundation man and you have Mm -hmm. to be in a position that everything is firing right and and you got to believe in that you get what you deserve man if you do not do all the right things during the year can you really look in the mirror and say man this was our year and until you're willing to do that then you have a chance to lose but I, I truly believe if you, you know, and it's not meaning that things aren't going to be fun, you know, but things are going to progress and they're going to develop in the right manner so that at the end of the season, um, nobody can touch us. Mm-hmm. Right on. I know earlier on there, you'd mentioned something about roles. Are you the type where you're going to kind of pull guys aside and be like, Hey, this is what we expect of you. And this is what we need you to do. And like, are you the type to go guy to guy like that? And they kind of just explain guys, their roles and what you would like to see out of them. You know what? I guess maybe in an indirect way, but, but a hundred percent, I would never want to pigeonhole a player into what I think their role should be. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to, always have some type of structure that these boys are going to play with early in the season. Like I was saying, the structure might be nothing more than to buy into the proper way to play and just be able to say, okay, we know how to do things right. And then you can grow from there and then we can implement some type of offensive system. That'll be fun. That'll allow us to produce more. Um, But at the end of the day, you got to know what your job is. If you want to be the best winger, there's 10 things you got to do really, really well. So work on those. If you're a D, same thing. So I'm not going to say, hey, your role is to uh, go out there and, and just play heavy and not get scored on. And then other guys, your job is to put up the points. Um, coaches can do that through how they play players, right? But yeah, true. essentially everybody's going to be playing the same style. Um, it's just the situations that I put you in are probably going to let you know if, if you're a guy that I'm leaning on to produce. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask, did you have, or have you had the opportunity to uh, coach any of the players on the team in prior years? Um, the only one that I coached um, prior in um, Leamington was cracks. So other than that, I, I, I truly have never worked with any of these players. Um, mm-hmm. This year, going to mini camp, I see a lot more familiar faces just because of a lot of the, um, you know, skates that I've done in the last couple of years since I've been around. So some more familiar faces. But as far as the current uh, roster, they're 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 going to be all new faces to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Now, you guys just had a camp this past weekend, didn't you? How'd it go? It was good. Um, you know, um, for me, I, I was I wasn't really there to dissect these players. Um, I was more excited about getting around the rank, meeting some of the other staff. Uh, my son, Zach, you know, he came and he got familiar with everything, which was a cool experience for him. So made me happy for him. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to figure out um, the, the pace of Junior C, what my expectations sh should be. Um, because yeah, when you're watching different pace of hockey, you got to kind of reassess the way you're watching it. Um, you know, and I, I even had to, I went down into these kids probably think I'm nuts. I went down into the dressing room after the first intermission of training camp. And I said, okay, like the, you guys are playing shinny hockey right now. Like you got to show me, you know, how to play your role, you know? And again, part of me, now that I know minor hockey, I know a lot of these kids don't know that right way to play. Um, and it's not that you, you care that they're perfect. It's just, man, like when, when you're in a position where you are, you're trying to prove yourself in a position, do it well, you know? And I, I think um, with the younger kids too, it's, it's just, they're trying to do everything, you know, they're yeah. trying to, they're trying to blow up everybody. They're trying to go end to end themselves. Um, so I think maybe that's the difference that I've seen at other training camps that I've been at higher levels where players are more comfortable with their roles. So I'm looking forward to main camp, to be honest with you, because I like the idea that to, to be able to see the players that um, are making it from the, the uh, mini camp. And again, like, you know, Paley and, and Riley, like they've, they've been, this is their, that's what they do. Like, yeah, you know, they, so they've been following it. these players all year. So mm -hmm. I don't even feel like it's my place at this point uh, to be saying, you know, yay or nay. Um, but, you know, obviously I'll, at main camp, I'm excited to to have a way closer eye on everybody to make sure that we start the season with the right players. Mm -hmm. So uh, in your style of coaching, uh, just as an individual, obviously a team has to be complete from top to bottom. And I was wanting to ask you, how do you think you're going to assemble the lines? Obviously, you're, you just got in, so you don't really know. You're just getting to know the players and stuff. But are you the kind of person that assembles or in a coaching style where you have lines one through four and you deploy them in specific roles or do you kind of roll four lines and it's up to the players to develop in these situations? Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the difference with uh, junior, even junior B or junior C um, your practice time's limited, mm. right? So it's not like playing with the same line mates in the O where you're skating twice a day, you're, you're building all this chemistry and, and you know them by the back of their hand. Um, so I don't think there's as much need to be setting lines in terms of this is who you're playing with. Mm. Um, but let it be known, like you come to the, the rink and you're, and you're on the first line, then, then you're doing, you're doing a lot right. Mm -hmm. you know and if you're on the fourth line then you're probably got some room to do a little more right okay. so you're always going to use that as your measuring stick right. um, but the way that I like to to really focus on my bench is everybody's going to get in early um, and as I get into the game and and, and my compete gets up then I'm going to play the players that I genuinely in my gut feel are going to give us the best chance to win Awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to be counting lines and stuff like that. If you're going, you're going. And 
Um, I, I like that idea, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, I think sometimes too many co coaches get complacent and they just go to the same guys. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I would love at the end of the season for our bottom two lines to be the guys producing in the playoffs. And if you watch really good teams, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. um, your best players are always going to be your best players. So your ability to make the other guys feel like they're just important, you're going to get more out of them. You know, and your chances of winning go up. Yep. So if you're on the fourth line, score a goal, fucking hammer someone, then Mark, you'll you'll be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that physical style. Man, that's that's the type of hockey I like. I like, you know, throw it in deep, throw it in the corner, hammer them, grab it, shot, 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 shot. Like that's just. I just like that physical style of play. I I understand hockey nowadays. It's kind of gotten away from that physical style. And now it's kind of more skilled style of play. Wouldn't you say? You know what? Like, I think there's again, two sides to that. If you look back in the day, you had the guys that again, their role was to play heavy and um, that's all they needed to do. Um, so they would go out there and that's all they would do. The other three lines, they didn't have to do that. And half the time when you had fights, it was because somebody that hits hits a guy that's that's untouchable or not hittable. Hmm. Where in today's game, there's more hits. There's more hitting. Mm -hmm. it, like the pace is so fast. If you're not finishing every check and if you're not wearing down your your opponents, if if you're if your opponent's defensemen aren't seeing like 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 scared to go back to the puck by the third period because they know every single time they're going to get smashed into the boards then you have less of a chance to win you know and if you if you continue to wear down teams and wear down players they're the likelihood of them coughing the puck up goes up mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. everything revolves around playing heavy and it, and it's not being it's not going out of your way to blow guys up but again yeah like when you got that one of my text. biggest pet peeves, man. Like you got to finish your checks. Yeah, hell yeah. Finish your checks, right? That's because yeah, so um, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna play heavy. We're gonna we're gonna make it so that it's really really tough for the other team's defensemen. Yep. So uh, you talked about how uh, D in the modern game, the defense has to be activated with the mm -hmm. offense, right? Talk about how important it is for the forwards to be active in the neutral zone and the defensive zone. Yeah, like, well, you know, the thing is, is like when, when you know, you have a system that really is a heavy, heavy forecheck, mm -hmm. it's always going to be encompassed with a really hard track, okay, because you always want to transition in the neutral zone. So you want to have that pressure coming from behind so your D can stand up. Mm -hmm. You know, wh whenever you see D at that level, you know, really giving, 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 and, and all of a sudden they're just on top of their goalie because they don't feel that that pressure is coming to help them. Right. You know, if I got, if I got guys tracking, literally putting down their head and tracking through the middle, like they're going to, and then I have a D that doesn't stand up. Now my issues with that D, right. right? You're, you're going to get to stand up at the blue line because worst case scenario is that forward goes underneath you and, and, and retrieves the puck. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, like transitions, everything. Mm -hmm. So the best way to have transition is to, to have your guys track, but again, um, do that for three periods, man. You better be, you better be fit and you better yep. be conditioned. Um, and you know, um, 
you know, and I think I've heard it from a few people that last year injuries were a little bit of an issue too through the course of the season. Yeah. And, you know, injuries are going to happen, right. um, but you can really limit injuries by making mm-hmm. sure that your players are conditioned to play the game for the, for the whole 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. I was going to say, there was a point in time last year where we had, fuck, I don't even know how many guys we had out hurt. We had, I think there were six or seven guys seven like, of our main seven yeah. starters we had out. Mm-hmm. It, it was tough. But there was a lot of concussion issues too. Like there's there's a few players on the team. Uh, obviously going forward, I don't know if they'll still be there, but uh, they, they have history of concussion issues. And it's really unfortunate because you see concussions almost rising uh in younger hockey and it's it's kind of scary to see uh how frequently it's happening yeah and like and it's going to continue getting higher Mm -hmm. um probably just because of the pace of the game now you know Mm -hmm. even even uh, a middle-sized forward coming at you and 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 having that impact every time like it's it's going to shake you man like you know what i mean so you know again people say oh the game's a lot softer now and it's a lot different I, I think it's different in the perfect way I, I i look back now as a coach and as a father the last thing i would want to be doing is watching my 16 year old chucking knuckles every other night it, it's it's not something that you should have to do right uh but again um sticking up for your teammates is something that that just happens and, and you don't have to think about that right so i think there's always a part in the game to make sure that you protect the people you care about and your teammates uh, but you got to protect yourself now because uh, the game's fast, you know, mm-hmm. and even at that, at the junior C level, the pace is heavy. Yep. So these kids are going to get hit a lot. So um, like I tell like the teams I've coached before, like be the instigator, man, mm-hmm. throw the hits half the mm-hmm. time when you get hurt, getting hit is when you're receiving the hit. Yep. You no, know? mm-hmm. give the hit. Yeah. You know? Give it. If, it if you're always throwing them, they can't hit you. <laughs> And then that becomes a culture, right? When, when you watch teams on their heels and they're getting hit all over the ice, it's, it's just, it's just a, a lack of, a lack of pace and a lack of drive on that team. When you see teams on their toes and they're on the forecheck and they're, they're going heavy, it's usually not those guys that end up on their, on the, on the bench hurt. Right. Just listen to you talk about this team makes me just want to go through a wall for you for fuck's sakes. I can imagine how these kids are like, man, I hope they, I hope they are like freaking, well, they're obviously going to probably like listen to this. Cause I'm sure Mike's going to tell them like, Hey, you guys need to listen to that episode yeah. there to see what yeah. your coach is going to expect of you moving forward. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I can't wait. Tristan, do you have anything else? For uh, him? Yeah. I, I just talking about expectation of players and getting the most out of them. What does a player have to do uh, to show you? They, they, deserve a letter on their chest because i know you're going to establish a new leadership group uh coming in yourself and you want to build your own team culture so what does a player have to do to uh look to get the captain's c or an a again like the biggest thing is you're 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 a byproduct of the coach you're an extension of the coaches right mm-hmm. so in in my opinion right off the hop like you you have to be buying into literally everything that the coaches are saying and I'm not saying that in, in the way where I'm trying to, you know, be the dictator of it. But if I don't have my leaders in the dressing room speaking the same language that I'm speaking, then right away you, you're going to lose that room, mm-hmm. right? So being on the ice, doing the right things, focusing on the things that I'm focusing on within that week or within that month, 
Um, that's going to be a really good start. Um, and when it comes to the personality stuff, that just happens. You don't have to watch for that. You're you're with these kids enough where you can get a good sense of 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 who who's the leaders, yep. um, because the other guys have a tendency to to, to listen to them, right? But um, you're you're not going to have a, a leader on 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 any team that I coach that's not uh, out there um, dictating exactly the way that our team is expected to play. Mm-hmm. fantastic when is your main camp um i don't know the exact dates but I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure it's the last or the second last week of august okay okay is that i don't know if that will be open to the public or not i don't know if that will be i don't know so i'm not going to say anything on that right now in case, <laughs> it, in case it's not open to the public yeah like i i know the main the mini camp was right, right. like you know so I, I I don't know, especially in a in a rink like that. You know what I mean. I think it would be difficult to to not have access to it. I'm just I'm not saying it's open, but I, I would imagine probably, um, okay. you know. But uh, but yeah, like I'm excited for like to me. And again, through the course of the summer, you know, I'm gonna be able to reach out to a lot of these players. Um, the beauty with my brother and I, um, you know, owning a gym. Like I, I do want to get these guys together in the summer. And and again it's, it's never mandatory. Um, but you know, I, I would never offer something that I didn't think would help the overall player. And if you're not working your ass off in the summer and you're not getting conditioned and, and ready to, um, come out of the gate hard, um, then you're gonna, you're going to be chasing the team the whole year, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that that's not a fun way to play hockey. Right. Um, and, and even practices, you know, I played for a lot of guys and I, all the players that I coached with up till now, like I get, I, I put more into my practices than I, than I, than I have to focus on games because like, you know, like that, that's when you're, when you're, when you're there as a group, you know, especially in junior hockey, you're there at eight 30 at night or yeah. Sunday morning. I don't give a shit what you did the night before, but like, you better fucking bring it and you better bring yeah. it every single day. Um, and I'm going to be very, you know, realistic, you know, like yep. there's going to be days where it's going to be light. And I'll tell them that today will be light because of what you've done on the weekend. Um, and when it's not going to be light, I'll let them know too. So um, practices are definitely going to be an extension of the way that we play. Um, it's, 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 it's going to be, it's going to be hard. We're going to play hard, but we're going to be, we're going to be really quick. And we're, and we're going to get a lot of chances just by out hounding the other team um, and just, just digging. And I, and I, I'm very confident, um, you know, with the group that's already assembled, you know, that I'm going to be able to come in and, and really be able to make them understand kind of what my envision is for this team right away. So I'm looking forward to it. So are we going to be seeing future team workouts at the rideout gym? Yeah, like I said, right? Like like we have like a lot of different options, so it's like I um to me like that summer stuff too, it's it's just fun to get to know. It's it's a really easy way to get to know kids. Yep. You know, for whatever reason when you're on the ice and you're 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 between them and a bucket, that it, the interaction is not the same. You know, when when you're when you're out and you're grinding and you're working hard, you really start developing that sense of crop, you know, of, of team right away. Yep. Um, and again, like I, I appreciate guys got jobs and all that stuff, but definitely in the near future, I'll uh, talk with Mike and we'll have a bunch of options where uh, the boys will be able to, you know, 
get some time in with myself and my brother for sure. Even if guys are a little bit hurt or they're coming back from an injury or whatever, to have that gym accessible to them too, where they can get in there and work with you and work with Matt if they're a little banged up, right? Get everything healthy again, shall we say? Yeah, it's, it's like anything, you know? Yeah. Like, And again, I appreciate that a lot of young hockey players, they have their guys and that's fine. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to be doing something. And it's like anything, man. Like, if you're not putting two to maybe, let's even say an hour and a half to two hours a day towards something that you're passionate about, like, should you really get better? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, put some time in. You know what I mean? Like, like, don't say you want it. Like, fucking show you want it. You mm -hmm. know, like you can't find time in your day. And and I've 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 had this conversation with minor hockey kids. Don't say you want to play in the NHL, you know, and then sit on your on your your PlayStation all day, you know, <laughs> like do something yep. because you know, you don't you don't get shit for nothing. So it's 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 trying to let these kids know yeah man like the things you do on like behind the scenes if you don't think they pay off down the road for you they do man and you're not you're not going to hide that you know and when you're playing for coaches that um, are really really um resilient on making sure that every single day has the same tempo um it's not it's not easy you know mm -hmm. so um yeah, I, I, I hope that um, a lot of these um, kids kind of get excited and they, they want to come into camp in the best shape they can. Because like mm -hmm. I said, um, I'm excited to um, have a, a team that everybody is on the same page right from the start. Um, and like anybody, man, I, I love I love when when guys that are kind of a little bit counted out can can prove themselves and make a mm -hmm. spot on a team. For you sure. Know, so I'm excited for that. And you know what? Having a coach like you, I, I look forward to seeing this team because there could be guys on the team, like you said, who have a smaller role and they've never had a coach who's pushed them, right? Never told them they could do anything more than what they've been doing. And now with you uh, behind the bench, they can look to be all of a sudden, they can look at themselves in the mirror as a whole new kind of player, right? Because of that, that extra push, like giving it off the ice and on the ice. Yeah. And like, but that's, that's development at, at, at its foundation, you know, but it's not, it's not easy because as soon as, you know, the one thing that's really important early in the season is you, you meet with players individually and you just come up with them three things that they think they should work on. And you kind of, you know, influence them in the sense where, okay, we agree on these three things. Mm -hmm. And it's like anything, you keep them accountable and, and you, you follow up with them, you know, it's, it's it takes a lot of time. And a lot, the reason why a lot of coaches don't do it is because there's other things that they can do. Mm. But at the end of the day, why should I expect more from you if I'm not giving you more of me? So, mm. you know, you, you, you show me that you want it and um, I'll, I'll never say no. You know what I mean? And I'll always take that time at practice to show kids stuff or, you know, even with nutrition, stuff like that. Everything matters, man. So, yes. you know, if, if you want it, then you know, stop saying you want it, do the right things. And, mm -hmm. and then, you know, you'll, you have a better chance of getting it. hundred percent. I actually asked a few of the guys who were on the team last year will probably end up being back this year. So I say to them, I'm like, Hey, like, what do you think of your new like coach? They're like, Oh, we don't really know him. I immediately, I just started laughing. And then they're like, what? I'm like, you better go to camp in shape. 
That's exactly what I told him. You better be fucking ready to go when you get to camp. I was like, yeah, this coach is no joke and he wants to go. So I'm like, you, I'm, I was like, that's your warning. So, and I, and I think that's fair, right? Like, I, yeah. I, I really think I look back when I played, like, especially, you know, it, it, my career was what it was. I was always a fourth, fifth defenseman. So I never went into camp thinking I was guaranteed a spot. Mm-hmm. I was a third, fourth year player in the O still making sure that I came in fit enough to, to keep my role. Right. You know, so that, that's the fun part of, of, of getting better is you got this four months to do things more efficient and hockey's funner when you're not tired after 20 seconds you yeah. know and, and that's the reality people underestimate conditioning when it comes to even the decisions you make and your ability to play more minutes you know like especially at junior level players um and it's this a fact that their efficiency goes down so much more in the course of a game than a pro just because of their their lack not even lack of conditioning just their 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 maturity in terms of their conditioning right but you know like you come in strong you come in you know and let's face it if you come in that way are you coming in more more focused a hundred percent you know so it, it all encompasses the same shit it's just being ready mm-hmm. right and if you don't do shit all summer and you're not trying to better yourself in the ways you can then are, are you really coming in and and giving yourself the best chance and if if you do end up on the wrong side of of the team, um, you'll probably be able to look in the mirror and go, "Fuck, man, I probably should have done a little bit more." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like exactly. just letting them know, like, do that, do the more, so you give yourself the best chance. Yeah, exactly. Because when you show that discipline to yourself off the ice, it's going to translate on the ice, no matter what, right? And it's going to translate to everything, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's going to translate to you know, how you sleep. It's going to translate to your ability to stay focused in class. Like mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to help you stay fit when you're 30 and 40 years old, like develop those habits now, man. Yeah. They're all great for, for sport, but like in these development years, man, you, you start creating habits. Now they're, they're hard to break yep. positive or negative. So it's mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not the type of guy that wants to be um, in the rink and seeing somebody dummy in a hot dog before a game. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like those type of things immediately make me think like, what's dummy this guy's keep a fucking actor? Like, truly, like he's fucking dummy in a fucking hot dog right now. You'd fucking you know? hate me then, coach. I'd be fucking crushing nachos, <laughs> fucking hot dogs. <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> I got to eat, coach. I just got done work. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. My blood sugar. You would you would have loved RJ Hots. Hotsy when he was here for the threes when he played, he would come in and he'd be eating like McDonald's or like Burger King like (laughs) while he was getting dressed, and he was always the best player on the ice. I don't get it with him. He still to this day just eats whatever and is always one of the best athletes. But but with with Mark with what Mark is saying, imagine yeah. how much better he could have been, right? Oh, I know, but it's just funny because I was like, "Hey, man, I'd crush a hot dog." And then... But the, the thing is, is back back like then the the game was different, and you could yeah. get away with more. And it's it's fine, like live. But yeah. if you're truly trying to be a better hockey player, like the the competition is so hard now, and and the 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 amount of physical fitness you have to have to be a top athlete is is probably more than half of your ability to play at a high level, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's just how it is. 
You know, there's a lot of guys that played back then that could never play now, you know, and it goes vice versa because a yeah. lot of the guys would be too scared to play the way it was then. Yeah. But you, you, the habits that, that played before those are, those are gone. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I like here, you know, when a kid's yeah. like, I'm freaking coach. I like want to do this. I want to do this. And yeah, like, like you said, he's standing there munching on a hot dog while he's talking to you. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, I, yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. it's just funny though. It's good. Yeah, lack of commitment. Trust you yeah. have anything else for him or I'm I, I think that's pretty much all, honestly. I it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on so quickly. Uh well, of course, boys. And you're I, I was able to watch um I obviously wasn't with the podcast at the time, but uh it was good being able to watch through and see uh your kind of personality and I think you're just what the steam is gonna need and well that though my opinion doesn't matter clearly mike paley agrees so yeah yeah no and i appreciate that and yeah. man last time you're on this show i was just trying to figure out if this was the right guy on here if we, we had because last time i think you set the like record for fuck bombs and now you <laughs> now you like hardly use the one but i know um, see? see no man i just want to say welcome man we're fucking happy to have you with this team mm -hmm. and this is you are what this team needs so we are very excited for this season no, and I appreciate it, boys. And and to be honest, you know, like even in the the last week, um, it, it really has given me a a really good idea of of how um just how how passionate the Essex people are for that team, you know. Mm -hmm. And I felt it when my brother played. Uh, but I'll be honest, I'm excited to be a part of it. And um, you know, I'm gonna do everything that that I know I can, and I'm gonna. I'm going to come prepared every single day because um, I, I think this team has a great opportunity to go the distance this year. And I, yeah. I don't think you can go into any season uh, not thinking that way. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. Fantastic. Thank you so much, man. Yep. All right, boys. I'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Yeah. I lost my Yeah.